With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast, presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up, and there's no place better to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The volume. Welcome, welcome back to the Richard Sherman Podcast. I got my guy, Mitch Eisenstein. My goodness, Mitchell. Upsets or not? I think it's, I don't think it is upsets, Rich. I think this is reality. I think we're facing reality and uh, we're far enough along in the season. Some teams are battling adversity with injuries. You see the Niners, you know, battling adversity with injuries. Um, but I think the the cream is starting to rise to the the top here, Rich. Let's start in Buffalo, you know, a team that has uh been playing at a high level all season against your your favorites. I know you love the Jets, um, but they just couldn't get it done today, Rich. Talk to me about the about that game. Um it, it was interesting. It was back and forth. Um, you know, some of the most pivotal plays came when Mike White was out of the game. You know, obviously Flacco had a had a fumble um that gave Buffalo the ball in Jets territory. That was a huge play in the ball game and uh, just some uncharacteristic mistakes by the defense. But Buffalo played well. The conditions, it was cold. It was a cold game. But the Jets still holding on to the final playoff spot. They still have hope. They're going to they're gonna be all right. Mike White, you know, had to go to the hospital. They thought his rib was broken, but he, he boarded the team playing. So that's positive news for them. Zonovan Knight is still having a really good season. I mean, he was a he, he was a nobody. He was a no name, you know, going in, and now he's a really important part of their offense. Quinnen Williams, two sacks, eleven on the season from the D tackle position. You'd be talking about defense player of the year any other season, but they, you know, he obviously went out with a with a with a calf injury. Hopefully, nothing too serious. But Josh Allen held sixteen for one forty seven, a touchdown, ten rushes, forty seven. Uh, Greg Rousseau. Two sacks. It was a winnable game, but you know that's how division games are. They're greedy. They're grimy. 
Um, you know, and it's on to the next. But uh, I think it was. It still shows good hope. You know, it still shows positive things for both teams. Uh, obviously, Buffalo four straight wins. They're feeling good about themselves. But I'm just trying to figure out, Mitchell, how your Detroit Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings. Mitchell. I was waiting for this day, Rich. I, I have been waiting a long time. I, I'm rocking. The Honolulu Blue. I, I got a Detroit Lion uh, shirt on. I don't know where Mitchell, this was Mitchell, in my how, closet. How long did it take to dust that thing off, man? I, dude, I had to wash it twice, man. It's been sitting in there for so long. <laughs> but, I mean, God bless it. They look good, Rich. I mean, all week long, you know, we're hearing about it. They make national news as one of the first five and seven teams to be a favorite against a 10 and 2 my Minnesota Vikings team, I mean, going in two-point favorites. I saw they were as high as two-and-a-half-point favorites before kickoff, and they showed why. Right out the gates, I, I mean, dude, this team is getting – they're healthy, Rich, which I think is is probably the most vital thing, right? I mean, this team, they got Jamison Williams back. Quick hit touchdown, first uh, touchdown of the game. I'm excited, man, but I'm more excited to hear what you have to say about them because I've been drinking the Kool-Aid for far too long. Well, Mitchell, well, Mitchell, Lions offense has been fun all season. They've been fun. It would have been really great if they could have got some of those one score games and, and won those. They seem to not be able to pull those out. The Thanksgiving game against Buffalo being the most recent, but they've scored 25 points, 25 plus in five straight games. That That's a good offense. You know, they, they've won five of the last six. They're rolling. Jared Goff is looking like a guy. He's looking like D- he wants Detroit to not draft a quarterback in the first round next year. But will Detroit listen to him and think they, they're all right and, and go for another position? Who knows? But they're, they're feeling really good about him. He had 27 to 39 uh, for 330 and three touchdowns, no turnovers. Um, DJ Chark had a really productive game, six for 94. Aiden Hutchinson had a sack. And like you said, Jamison Williams had the touchdown. They look good. But if you would have told me before this game that Kirk Cousins, 31 of 41 for 425 and two touchdowns, no interceptions, Justin Jefferson, has a franchise record, 11 catches for 223. Mitchell, I don't see them losing that game. And they lost it by double digits. Mitchell, what is going on? Are they, like, they don't want to play no defense? Richard, you know, being a Detroit Lions fan, another Detroit Lions fan can sympathize with me on this. The Kirk Cousins stat line is eerily similar to what Matt Stafford used to put up in Detroit, right? These these gaudy Madden-like numbers in double-digit losses. You know, the Lions got ahead. They put pressure on the Vikings. The Vikings were playing behind all day, you know, and Kirk Cousins just had to sling the rock to try to play catch up. And, and guess what happens when you do that, Rich? You put up these fantastic numbers that if someone didn't watch the game, they think, how the heck does a team not win with that stat line? It's because the Detroit Lions played aggressive all game and, and, and they put their foot on the Vikings' neck. This is what Dan Campbell's been preaching all season long, but he's doing it smart now, right? I mean, it was a little risky, you know, going forward on fourth down from your own 26 on a fake punt, but that sealed the game. I mean, he's not doing these crazy fourth and five, you know, conversions that he was doing earlier in the season. He's playing to his team strengths, and that's, you know, controlling the clock, you know, running the football, taking your deep shots. I mean, Jared Goff is something I, I never thought he would be, and that's a very capable quarterback. And I think the Lions just might have to extend him, Rich. I never, ever, ever thought I would be saying that. Mitchell, they may have to, and they can continue to build their defense up, uh, maybe get another pass rusher in a draft because offensively they look good. They look like they have the pieces. They'll continue to mature. They'll continue to to to, to get better. 
And, it, you know, you got to feel good about Dan Campbell. Obviously, the season started really, really rocky. People were calling for his job and things have evened out. Uh, but then you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos. This looked like a route, Mitchell, and then it wasn't. <sighs> yeah, I mean, we, were, we were texting throughout the game and it was it got away quick. And, and yeah, Denver right. put themselves in that hole. It was something that we talked about last week. I mean, you come out slow against this Kansas City Chiefs team and, and people are going to laugh you right off the field. And we saw some of those emotions starting to boil over. I mean, Jerry Judy was it was going nuts. I thought he should have gotten kicked out of the game, frankly, for contact. Yeah, he's going to get some mail. I'm sure he will. I'm surprised he didn't get kicked out of the game, but it's a good thing he didn't, having three touchdowns on the game after that. But, yeah. you know, Rich, this just goes to show you what, what the Broncos have been dealing with all season. They just can't seem to figure it out. It's great that they put 28 on the board today, but in a losing effort. I mean, I mean, you got to give them credit. They, they got better. You know, this is the time where most teams would fold against a team like that, down 28 28- Oh, you would think a team gives up. Russell Wilson, you you're praying for his health. You know, went down with uh with an obvious concussion. Uh, and it, you know, it looked really severe. But before that, he was playing his best game of the season. Um, threw for 247, two touchdowns, four rushes for 57 touchdowns. You I mean 57 yards. That's that's something we hadn't seen earlier in the season. And that was him, you know, taking control. And that's him showing his team he's all in. Um, Jerry Judy, like you said, three receive receiving touchdowns. Josie Jewell, two interceptions, and Patrick Sertan, the second, PS2, finally got him a book. He's, he's, he's on the board, um, and that's, that's concern for the Kansas City Chiefs because they, they collapsed a bit in the second half. You know, they, they 28-0, they were up, and then the next 21 points go to the Denver Broncos and three interceptions for Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's uncharacteristic, especially at this time of the year. Uh, Jarek McKinnon had a really great game. Everybody's going to see the highlight where Pat Mahomes just tosses it up blindly and Jarek McKinnon takes it for the long touchdown. Uh, but you but you're concerned because it's still reckless ball. You know, he's getting away with it. He's he's he, he's not getting away with it at times. But you're concerned when when that defense gives up 21 uh, unanswered points. The offense kind of gets stagnant in the second half. But again, the Broncos have lost 14 straight to the Kansas City Chiefs. So apparently, as nothing has changed, Travis Kelsey, 10,000 career yards, you know, for a tight end. Fewest, fewest games to reach it by a tight end. Obviously, been balling for a long time. Um, but again, we're praying for Russell Wilson's health. What, 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 what? Seattle just cannot stop the run. Like, good night, Mitchell. We're going to move to Seattle quickly here, Rich. I, I hate to say I kind of saw this coming. I mean, again, we kind of go back to this being that point in the season where we look at teams that are potentially fraudulent. I don't want to call Seattle fraud. I like their team. I, I think they have a heck of a – they're battling injuries. But they were bound to get caught by one of these losses eventually, Rich. They've been flirting with it. They flirted with the Rams last week, and they finally got caught. I mean, talk to me. Are you nervous? With Seattle going down the stretch, because it's do or die now, Rich. I mean, I'm not nervous, but I'm not confident. You know, I'm just not confident in the defense. Offensively, they're getting it done. They're still scoring points. This is probably Geno's worst game, and he still threw for three touchdowns. He threw those two interceptions. One of them, he thought it was a free play. Uh, I think the the, the refs missed one, uh, but his receivers are are looking good. You know, six straight game for Tyler Lockett with a touchdown. Marquise got. I mean, Marquise Goodwin had his best game: five catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. Looked really good. He's he's creating another avenue for them, but they cannot run the ball. They can't run the ball, and they can't stop the run. Like that's that's the worst thing you can pretty much have, Mitchell. You can't you can't not be able to run the ball and not be able to stop the run. Like 
that's going to be hard every game. Uh, Carolina rushes for 224 yards. You know, you're talking about every week they're giving up astronomical numbers rushing the football. And then you have the San Francisco 49ers coming in on a short week. And they're going to run the ball. Christian McCaffrey's coming off his best game as a San Francisco 49ers. A lot of long runs. And they're going to feed him. You already lost Rashad Penny. This is a game they desperately needed Rashad Penny. With Kenneth Walker the third being out this game, they lose their one-two punch. Travis Homer's never been that guy, you know, pretty much a, a third down back by nature with his game, and and he's expected to tote the rock. That's they're left in a very tough position. And, and if K Nine's not back on Thursday Night Football, it might be uh, a pretty tough game for him. I mean, the Niners. Looking to get more out of this NFL season? Well, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to touchdown scores to over-under yards. Every Monday night, I love picking my favorite props and building a same-game parlay. Perfect for Monday Night Football. This week, we're going with the Patriots, minus one and a half against the Arizona Cardinals. And we're going to also jump in on the over of 43 and a half. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action also with great offers, boosts just for you. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code RS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. It expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's talk about the Niners real quick because they look they look different, Rich, and I'm sure you can agree with that. Yeah, Mitchell, they look pretty good. <laughs> Mitchell, I had to. It's just low-hanging fruit. I had to. Look, they look great. The kid, the kid looked great. And there are people saying that Kyle is opening his playbook more for this kid than he did for Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. It's it's a totally different game. He's tossing it up. He got Christian and McCaffrey out wide, running go routes, tossing it up to him. He's throwing double moves to Brandon Ayuk on the outside. We hadn't seen that all season pretty much. 
like a little bit underthrown, but hey, touchdown right before the half, we'll take it. And then you watch him scramble for a touchdown. Like that's a dynamic that that Jimmy G could not have brought, you know, in that situation. You're 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 looking for a touchdown. He created more time, found a lane, made a guy miss, scored a touchdown. Then defensively, my goodness. Nicholas John Bosa went sackless this game, unfortunately. But they held him scoreless in the first half. They gave up a touchdown in the second half, but they played phenomenal. Drake Greenlaw, man, he looks like an all-pro. If it wasn't for all-pro Fred, you'd be talking about all-pro Dre. Big play Dre is making huge plays week in and week out. I mean, Diamador Lenore is playing really solid football quietly. He's been starting for the past couple of games uh, since they, you know, got banged up and E-Man went out and, and Verrett went out and you know, we got to figure out what's happening with Dante Johnson because, you know, their depth is getting kind of kind of slim right now. But he's playing really good football. He's aggressive. He's tackling well. And they're really happy. And then your boy Talanoa Ufanga, Jimmy Ward, uh, Tayshawn Gibson had an interception today, a big play. You don't see a lot of weaknesses to this team. And, and Kyle Shanahan, if it wasn't for Sirianni and the Eagles going 12-1 right now and playing unbelievably, we'd be talking about Kyle Shanahan for coach of the year, being able to get to his third string quarterback and, and, and beat the GOAT 35 to 7. Like nobody are 38, 35 to 7. Like nobody's talking about that. They've had every reason, Rich, to just start waving that white flag. You know, every excuse in the world. And, and they just keep rising and rising and rising. I mean, this is serious, serious story developing right in front of our eyes. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant, Rich, this guy was drafted with the last pick in the draft. And is now called upon to lead arguably the hottest team in the NFL down the stretch. And Brock yeah, and, Purdy. And, and, he's not, and he's not just a, a passenger on the ship. He's slinging a rock. Like, he had three touchdowns in the first half. He ran one in. He threw for two. Uh, scored right before the half. He's playing with a lot of confidence. You hear it every week. His teammates are glowing about, you know, the command he's taking in the huddle. Joking about, you know, how he's yelling and cursing out receivers and getting guys settled in the huddle, you know, to shut up. But... I mean, that's what you want from a quarterback. You want guys to take command, be confident, and they feel good about him. You know, but I don't want to be controversial, Mitchell. <laughs> but almost the worst thing that could happen for the 49ers right now is Brock Purdy takes them to a Super Bowl <laughs> and win it. Mitchell, <laughs> if Brock Purdy takes the San Francisco 49ers to the Super Bowl and wins it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to get off Twitter till at least September. Because <laughs> the you're gonna have the biggest conflict for 49ers fans in the history they're barely going to be able to enjoy the Super Bowl championship the quest for six will be finally over but all you will hear about is them arguing about Brock Purdy Trey Lance Jimmy Garoppolo and, <laughs> and what do you do Mitchell it's not a problem I want but it's the problem Kyle Shanahan will have and he'll want it win a Super Bowl <laughs> good promise to have baby it certainly is I mean obviously you played under him Rich I mean Kyle Shanahan is a mastermind. The way he simplifies the offense to allow some guy, a rookie, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy to come in here and play solidly, you know, and to dominate against Tom Brady. I mean, it's just unbelievable to see. But they seem to be cursed by this old injury bug. Debo Samuel, it looked like a pretty, pretty gruesome injury, but we're hearing now that he did not suffer any serious knee injury. It's more of an ankle uh, twist at some point in time, like uh, how do you overcome all of this? Because Debo's theoretically going to be out at least a couple of weeks, I would assume. You know, Metro, Metro. They did not stop scoring when Debo Samuel went out. I want to say they that. scored maybe a few plays later. I, the way they overcome it is with the weapons they had. They had a, a a plethora. They had an abundance. They had 
a, a, a smorgasbord of riches. <laughs> and they still do without Debo Samuel. You still got to – now you're going to see guys like George Kittle come back into the fold and get more targets. You're going to see Brandon Ayuk, like you saw, get more targets and be involved. You're going to see Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, Danny Gray got involved late in the game. They're going to try to get him going again, you know, the speedster. And and you're going to see Kyle Shanahan again overcome it. You know, when we played in, the, in 2019, we lost two tackles for almost 10 games in a season. You don't lose two tackles for 10 games and go to a Super Bowl. I don't, I, not in the National Football League. And we did. We lost, we had so many injuries that year. They always find a way to win. They always find a way to overcome. That's what, six, six games straight, six wins straight. Like, they're hot as fish grease right now, Mitchell. It's going to be tough to beat. On the other side of the token is this NFC South division. Someone's got to win it, Rich. And unfortunately, we got to talk about it. But I want to start with the Bucs and what we're seeing with Tom Brady, which what could be the last season of his career. Uh, obviously, I don't think there's much debate. He's the GOAT. But he looks human right now, Rich. Uh, your thoughts on Tom? Well, he looks human because he doesn't have his starting right tackle, his all-pro, Pro Bowl right tackle. Uh, his left tackle has been very, you know, consistent for the last two years, is going through something. You know, it's been personal, he says. He's a friend. The offensive line, uh, you, lost, you lost Jensen early. You got so many injuries, so he doesn't have the time to throw the ball. His connection with the receiver just seems off. You know, in training camp, a lot of them were injured. He, he, he's not seeming like he has the same rapport with them. And defensively, they just didn't play good enough today. They didn't play good enough. You lost Vita Vea earlier in the game, and he's a huge part of what they do. He's an enormous, literally and figuratively, an enormous part of what they do. And when you lose a guy like that, it's just like the Philadelphia Eagles when they lost Jordan Davis. The entire defense changed, and they had to go get Linvel Joseph. They had to go get Ndamukong Sue, and then to shore it up until Jordan Davis comes back. And it was just unfortunate. They, they gave up plays everywhere. You know, it was just uncharacteristic plays everywhere around the field and and you hate to see it you know um especially with Tom but you know it's 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 unfortunate but they they they're just not playing good enough and they're still going to be in the playoffs you know i mean the carolina panthers are looking really good they're they're on a roll you may see them in the playoffs who knows well that's just it i mean the bucks are playing the bengal's next week the road's just not getting any easier for this tampa bay buccaneer team i mean i'm assuming they're going to be heavy underdogs in that game going into it in a must win situation Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers appear to be the one team in this division that actually wants to win it. And they go on the road and get a huge one in Seattle. And they're sticking to their identity, which is just run the football. And let's hope Sam Darnold doesn't turn the ball over. But they look halfway decent. Um, I mean, Sam Darnold's playing pretty good football. I mean, he's not throwing for crazy astronomical numbers, but he's, he's being smart with the football. He's running it when he has to. He's being conservative with the football. And then you got J.C. Horn, interception. Could have had him two today, playing unbelievable football. It looks like he's found his footing. C.J. Henderson ha had an interception and almost had him a second. So you also have young guys developing, you know, young guys yeah. who, who had a lot of promise, had a lot of potential playing up to that potential. And that's huge as well. And then you, of course, have Brian Burns. You got Shaq. Uh, you got Shaq. You got, you got a bunch of uh, talent on that defense and a bunch of pride. And those guys... They, they smell blood in the water. They got the Pittsburgh Steelers next. That's a winnable football game. Sure. Yeah, that's just it. And then to the NFC East, a division that certainly has caught, off, caught us all off guard, at least you and I. I mean, if we want to rerun the tape from week one when we said it was going to be the dumpster fire of the league, I mean, maybe they should have canceled the podcast on us right then. They're rich. I mean, that was. They should have. Uh, that, uh, that was one of our misses, <laughs> Mitchell. That was a great A miss. That was why I left. 
very much so wide left. I mean, this Philadelphia Eagles-Giants game was supposed to be the hallmark of this NFC East, you know, division rivalry. And the Giants had an opportunity, and they just, they just frankly look like they don't belong, Rich. Uh, I, this is just a downfall back to earth. They're 1-4-1 in their last six. But more importantly, the Eagles just continued their dominance. Um, talk to me about this Eagles team. Are they your, they your favorites right now? Have they risen to number one? Well, they've been number one in the power rankings for like, I don't know, six weeks or so, five weeks, something like that. Um, so, yeah, they've been number one um, in the power rankings. I still feel like if, if we get an NFC championship where they see the San Francisco 49ers coming to Philadelphia, they will have their hands more than full. Um, it'll be a whole different ball game than what they've dealt with before. It'll be a whole different ball game than what they've dealt with that offensive line and the secondary defensively. That'll be the best defense they've ever played. Uh, offensively, that'll be the most dynamic offense I think they've played. And so they are playing as well as anybody in the National Football League. Jalen Hurts looks like an MVP candidate still. I mean, more and more each week he's looking like the MVP. The Giants, we, we knew the Giants weren't going to, you know, continue to, to be on fire like that. Uh, they're coming back to earth. But, you know, Daniel Jones, they still have hope, you know, but Saquon isn't seeing the holes that he was seeing earlier. They got behind early in this ball game, so then they stopped running the football. But Miles Sanders continuing to have the best season he's ever had, uh, 17 rushes for 144, two touchdowns. He's the first 1,000-yard rusher for, Philadelphia, for the Philadelphia Eagles in a very long time. I mean, since 2014. And then you got all day. Always open. A.J. Brown with another touchdown, another one. And then Brandon Graham, their one loss of the season. He blames himself. He had to play, you know, where where against the commanders where he thought he didn't know he was down. They gave him unnecessary roughness and gave him a first down. But today, three sacks. Turn back the hand of time. And you continue to see why they're elite on both sides of the ball. They have so many big time players who are just veterans. Played the game for a long time uh, on the offensive line. You see Lane J Johnson. Um, you see Kelsey in the middle. You just see veteran players who just know how to win. You see that defensive line has so many veterans. I mean, you you could go you can go a who's who on that defensive line, and you, you it's great. But I, you know, I mean, I'm not really surprised by the 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 Giants. You know, fall. Well, Jalen Hurts is really carrying the team as well. I mean, he's the first QB in NFL history with 10-plus rush TDs in back-to-back -back seasons, Rich. I mean, this guy has certainly elevated his game over last year. It's kind of starting to shape up with that MVP talk more and more. Is he – does he have a legitimate shot this year? Is it still Mahomes yeah, I mean, and Allen's game? No, it's not Mahomes and Allen's game. I mean, we just talked about Josh Allen. He threw for 147 today. I mean, team won, uh, and, and he played solid. He made the plays that he needed to on third down, some big, huge third down runs, third and 10, putting his body on the line for his team. But you just can't, you, you can't overshadow what Jalen Hurts is doing, his team's record, how he's winning games. I mean, the first quarterback in NFL history to have back-to-back -back 10 rushing touchdown seasons. Uh, and he's just playing. He's leading his team. It's not like he's a passenger on this train. He's, he's, he's the reason, a uh, big part of why they're, winning these games and passing and running the ball. He's just making plays, making the plays that his team needs. you you got to appreciate that. He's putting his team in a position to win football games. Patrick Mahomes, three interceptions today. Three touchdowns, but three interceptions. So his stats are going to look great. They're going to look great in Andy Reid's offense. And he has all the talent in the world. He's going to look great. But 
there have also been games he's put his team in position to lose those ball games. So you have to take that into account. You just can't look at the stats and say, well, who has the best stats? Uh, it looks like Patrick Mahomes. Like, no, whose offense is playing the best? If you, if you put the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs, who would you expect to win that ball game? And I think a lot of people would have Philadelphia Eagles walking out of that building with a win. I don't disagree with you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The team that I thought, frankly, could take it in the NFC was the Dallas Cowboys. And today was a little eye-opening. I don't know if they just... Weren't on top of their game, you know, it didn't take this game seriously, but they got behind early. They did they did come back and win, which is huge. Bigger picture here, though, Rich, is the call out. Beginning of the season, Tony Pollard, breakout player of the year, does it again. 12th TD this season. Can somebody pay this guy, please? Mitchell, somebody's definitely going to pay him. It's just not going to be the Dallas Cowboys because they're paying Zeke $15 million, Mitchell. So it's not going to be the Dallas Cowboys, but they're going to enjoy him while they got him. And they are doing that. But again, this is going back to the stat that got produced before the game. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are were 16-0 and 0 when Ezekiel Elliott has 15-plus rushes. And I look, and of course, Ezekiel Elliott, 15 rushes, a touchdown, game winner at the end of the game. So 17-0 and 0 now. But Dak Prescott, uh, again, sloppy with the football. Uh, two interceptions in this game. It just doesn't, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't. Feel uh, solid as it, you know, as you would hope for a team to be a leader. And people are like, why do you have them fifth in the power rankings? Because of that. Because it doesn't feel like a team that you're going to be afraid of. It feels 
like a team that will run into the San Francisco 49ers again and go home. Uh, it feels like a team that could run into the Philadelphia Eagles again and go home. Like, it doesn't feel – you, you. there aren't many teams that you, you're like, hey, I mean, they may get out of the wild card round. You would expect that. But if they just they, – you, you have to be very careful of who they play in the divisional to feel good about it. You don't feel good about them playing the Niners. You don't feel good about them playing the Eagles. So they have – but they, they can't be higher. You know what I mean? They can't be higher because they'll be a wild card team. So they'll be a fifth, sixth, seventh seed. So the best they can do is be the fifth seed and play the NFC South. So, hey, okay, you got to the playoffs. You play the NFC South team. Maybe you get through them. You just, maybe it's the Carolina Panthers, and they give you a game, but you win. Or it's your Detroit Lions, and they give you a game, but you win, okay? Now you're the fifth seed. Now you got to go to Philadelphia. You feel good about the, the Dallas Cowboys. With this team they have, with everything, with Dak playing the way he is, with Zeke playing the way he is, winning that ball game. You don't. You don't, you don't feel that, that, that good. You feel like, hey, they're going home. And so that's why I'm not feeling great about the Dallas Cowboys, especially after a game like this, but it just, it just confirms what you know. I mean, the, the, the Houston Texans are still a National Football League team, but they don't have the most talent in the world. They're playing with a lot of guys who haven't played a lot of snaps in this league, and they gave them a game. I mean, they didn't want to win the game because they still want the number one pick. They don't want to give up the number one pick, yeah. Mitchell. They want, to, they, want to, they want to come close to winning, but let's not get crazy, guys. <laughs> Rich, do you think the Dallas Cowboys, in the event they sign Odell Beckham Jr., does that does that do it for you? Does that tip the needle a little bit more in their favor for you, or just more of the same? I, 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 well, first off, first off, I don't think they have a chance to sign an Odell Beckham Jr. with with the information that they leaked. Like they're leaking yeah. information saying he's not ready, his knee's not ready. It was like a slander campaign on Odell Beckham Jr. when he got to doubt. He had two other visits that we didn't hear a thing about. And then he got to Dallas and it was like, well, officials in Dallas are, are very concerned that his knee may not be ready this season. And, and yeah, we're, we're, you know, then you hear something about the Rams saying they wouldn't assign him in August because they, they got the feeling his knee's going to blow up. Like you had so much nonsense coming out. You're like, like, who did he make mad? Like, who did he piss off? Because none of this information had coming out, come out at any other time. It's like they're trying to lower the price for him. So I'd be really surprised if he goes to Dallas after what happened when he went on his visit. Then we got a game tonight, obviously, the Chargers in a, in a big game this evening. Uh, who the heck are they even playing? I know They're playing the about. Miami Dolphins, the Tua Herbert. Who should you have picked, <laughs> Miami Tua or Herbert? That's the question everybody's been asking. It looks like Tua was in the MVP conversation. They're taking That San Francisco game kind of brought him back to earth a bit, Mitchell, but this will be a big win for him. The AFC, I want to I start in the AFC and just talk about this playoff picture here. Obviously, we talked about it last week. The Buffalo Bills, if they can win this out and have home field advantage, that tilts heavily in their favor. Right. Vaughn Miller is now out for the season. You know, I, how much is that going to truly affect the way they play ball going forward? Because he, he seemed to be such a difference maker for their defense. I don't know, Mitchell. I, I, I don't know. All I know is that they do not want to see the, the Jets again. They don't want to see the Jets again. Like, if they get to the playoffs in the first round and the Jets come to Buffalo, it'll be a dogfight. It, it won't be a very uncomfortable game for Buffalo, even at their home stadium. Uh, I think they made some mistakes. Buffalo made some mistakes. I think that's going to be a ball game. But they need to hold on to the one seat. And, you know, they look like they're in control. And if they do that, they'll, you know, I mean, there's a number of teams they could, they could have if they hold on to the one seat. But there's a small chance that they have to play the Jets again. And, 
you know, I just don't I, – I, I'm not blown away by them like we were early in the season. Early in the season, they looked freaking like men amongst boys, and they were dynamic. No. They were dominant. You talk about Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs. You talk about Josh Allen, leading MVP candidate. Their defense playing unbelievable. Von Miller making all these plays. Their linebackers. You talk about all the other pass rushers, uh, Rousseau. Um, and then uh, you, you get to this part of the season, and you're looking like they're very mortal. They're very mortal. They're very beatable. You talk about the Thanksgiving game against the Detroit Lions. It, it took everything for them to win that game at the end, closing seconds. Um, big big plays by Stephon Diggs and, and Josh Allen. But again, you felt like they've been mortal for the past maybe four or five games. And going into the playoffs, that's not what you want to see. You want to see hot. You want to you see like the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to see streaking. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, streaking. You got teams that are getting hot. The, the Cincinnati Bengals, streaking. Yep. Like, Teams getting hot at the right time. Teams you do not want to see. Like, how comfortable are you as the Buffalo Bills playing the Cincinnati Bengals in the second round of the playoffs? Are you as confident? No, you're not. You're not feeling good about that. Can your secondary stand up to the, that that onslaught, uh, offensive onslaught that they have? That, that's questionable. Their defense is also playing good football. Their offensive line playing better than they have throughout the entire year. I mean, it's crazy. And that's the team I was waiting for you to, to bring up. I mean, this Cincinnati Bengals team is just replicating what they did last year but they seem to be you know more so on everyone's radar because they proved that they were a real team last year this team you know they're coming on hot and to me they look like the surest thing in the AFC I don't know you know if that's going to prove true but they're certainly not a team you're going to want to see in the second round of the playoffs that is without a doubt on the NFC side, you know, the, the top dogs are pretty well set. I mean, we know we know the Vikings are going to win the uh, the NFC North. We, we believe the Eagles are probably going to win the East. And the Niners look like they'll run away in the West. The South's just an absolute shit show. But beyond the Cowboys, these last two spots are completely up for grabs. Who do you th- see taking the final two spots in the NFC? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting. That tie, that weird tie between the Giants and the the Commanders is going to is definitely yep. going to come into play. I think uh, you know it just depends on which Seattle Seahawks team shows up this Thursday against the 49ers because if they show up like they have the last couple three the last couple weeks defensively, uh, they may get run out of their own building. But uh, you know, I think the Commanders, you know, with Heineke, are a dangerous team. You know, the very dangerous team team with nothing to lose. A gunslinger at the quarterback position. Defense has enough playmakers on that D line to 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 put fear in anybody's heart, and they're running the ball really well. That's where where it's scary. You know, you got scary Terry on the outside. You got enough playmakers. Like they're playing their best football, and they're fearless. They have nothing to lose. They feel like they're playing on house money. A team like that is a team you get in the playoffs. And remember, I remember a couple of years ago, Heineke played against Tom Brady, and they had their hands more than full in Washington. They found a way to win it on their way to a Super Bowl win. But I, I would not want to see them if they I think they have a chance to get in that seventh seed. Um, and of course, the Giants, you know, I think it's going to be between those two. Well, Rich, we got a great game tonight. Um, this concludes week 14, uh, our Sunday. Uh, it's hard to believe it's already 14 weeks into the season. Uh, but Rich, I'll let you sign us off. Well, again, we appreciate you joining with, with us this week 14. We're heading to week 15. We got a crazy Hall of Fame guest next week. So you're going to want to be tuned in for that one. I don't know many interviews that he's done uh, since he retired, but it's going to be a classic. See you then. Awesome. Hit the sub button if you're new. Mitchell, it may have something to do with your Detroit Lions. 
He's coming on at the right time, Rich. I'll tell you that much. Right, 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 right. I mean, it, it, I would say they may get him out of retirement, but no, Mitchell, he ain't coming out. No, not, <laughs> not, for that, not for them. <laughs> See you next week. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.